Kiss me, fat boy. 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 Warning. This podcast may contain explicit content and language, and it can also contain things that can be triggering for certain individuals, so please only listen to this podcast if you are of the appropriate age, and also listen with caution. There's spoilers in this podcast, and there's also cross-reference spoilers to the Stephen King universe because all his stories are mostly intertwined. So please read the book or watch the movie ahead of time before you listen to the podcast of the title. So you've been warned. And we are not affiliated with Mr. King on any level. This is just a fan podcast. So just want to put that out there. And so we can begin. So today it's Serena here. And I am alone because I've read so much Stephen King. It's hard to find someone to always read along with me. So um, I chose a short novella of 144 pages called Elevation by Stephen King, obviously. It was uh, published um, in 2018 in October. So um, I'm just going to run through this one. It's a little bit shorter and um, just kind of give a little bit of feedback so that um, you guys can just enjoy the book club. So today we're going to discuss Elevation, and um, as I said, that's the uh, short story by Stephen King, and uh, it had mixed reviews, and honestly, it is not very entertaining. It's heartwarming to some people. When I was doing some, you know, reviews on, looking through some of the reviews, they consider it heartwarming. Um, technically it's heartwarming, I suppose, but it's just, it's just too many things, trying to be too many things at the same time. It's forced. It's like a forced heartwarming story. It's saying that, uh, everybody is kind of prejudiced and therefore this is my version of, this is how the world is really this, even though this is just kind of a way to say these things are going on, but there's just too many things going on. It's just forced. And it's the idea that, um, you know, people say that he is very liberal. Stephen King's very liberal. Um, I have no idea. I'm sure he is. I don't really know a lot about it because I don't get in. I'm not a political person, so I don't really care if he's liberal or conservative or libertarian or anything. You know, I just, this is about his books, his works, his movies, his TV, everything. It's not about him as a person. It's a book club, not a, a fan club, okay? So I'm just going to, you know, kind of tell you about the story. So um, it was okay, written. It was written fine. Um, it was just, it kind of made it seem like it, I think a lot of people were pulled into it because it had a thinner vibe. And, um, you know, a lot of people love thinner as a book and a movie. So, this is set in Castle Rock, so I'm covering it because, one, it's a Stephen King item, and that's what we do here. And, two, it's part of the Castle Rock universe. So, it is a Castle Rock story. So, Scott lives in Castle Rock, and he is, is um, he's divorced, 
and he's kind of picking up the pieces. He does graphic, I think he does graphic design and building of websites. And so he just kind of hunkers down and he's excited. He's got this um, furniture store that he's going to do this website for. And it's, he doesn't think it's going to help them, but the money that he's going to make off it is going to set him up. He feels very fine and confident about that. So he's kind of like locked himself up. So that's his version of being a writer. There's always a lot of these books, I would say 99.9% .9 repeating uh, or has a writer in them in some fashion or form. So Scott's a, you know, website writer, if you think about it. So he's going to lock himself up in his house and focus on his uh, task at hand because he's got a deadline and it's all secretive. He can't tell people who he's working for because it's like trade secret probably, signed some kind of um, NDA type thing. I mean, it's alluding to that. Plus, he doesn't want to blow it. And he notices one day when he gets on the scale um, that he uh, weighs less, but, you know, he just doesn't know why. And he's exactly the same size, but you know, when you lose a few pounds, you can look the same in the mirror or maybe your clothes fit the same so you don't think about it. But he also, it, the weight kept coming off and it was like a pound a day in the beginning, I believe. And he noticed that his clothes weren't any different, but like I said, that could happen. Then, if he put anything in his pockets, the minute it became part of his, attached to him, the weight didn't change either. So he could have put like, he could hold a five pound weight and it would not move the scales. He could, you know, it was just, it's kind of scary. So this story just starts off where Scott approaches a, a retired doctor and he just says, you know, I know that you're um, not really doing this anymore, but I trust you. I can't go to um, the new doctor that's replaced you. I think this doctor lives um, on a golf course, you know, living his high life, his re deserved retirement. So he goes to him and he shows him the whole deal, like let me put $20 in quarters in my pockets, nothing changed, nothing changed. But his mask stays the same. So he's the same size looking. He doesn't, he's still got his little um, love handles and flabby parts, and his clothes fit the same, but the scale's moving. And so he tells the doctor about his problem, and the doctor's like, I don't, you know, I need to get you some help. And then he says, no, I got this huge project going on, and, um, you know, we'll just keep an eye on it. I can't blow this project. This is, like, life-changing for me, um, money-wise and career-wise, so I can't, I need to focus on work. So they kind of put it in the back burner, but then it keeps es escalating, and, um, then he basically tells the doctor when he realizes things are, you know, not doing well because it's accelerating. I just have so much time to finish my project and I'm going to leave the money to, you know, um, I'm just going to get this done and I'm just going to live the rest of my life because at the rate of acceleration, because it's not just going one pound, it's starting to go two pounds. And he just kind of had like an idea that it would just never stop. So anyway, he decides to accept his fate. So the doctor doesn't want him to do that, but it's just, it is what it is. But as he is losing um, 
his weight and his but his mass is the stay, is stays the same. But so as he's losing his his weight, he's also going through this like uh, symbolic losing, kind of like losing his cares of the world. You know, like he does. He's accepted his fate. Um, seeing things through a different light, maybe losing some prejudice and some discriminations. It's just like a forced um, ethics lesson, in my opinion. I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. But because it's Castle Rock, I do find it interesting because there's mentions of certain things. And so apparently, even though Castle Rock has been through a lot of weird supernatural stuff, apparently it doesn't seem to affect the... Uh, discrimination discrimination of like a holes against these two ladies who moved in their wives and um they're like we're okay with them being like lesbians but we can't the fact that they're calling each other wives is just too much because i guess like that was during the maybe around the time when they were fighting for in the supreme court about marriage rights for gay people and so Everybody's just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, you know, why do you have to say wife? And so, um, you know, I I don't know. Maybe that was kind of going on. I just felt like either you are for or against people based on things like that. So um, I don't think people really care. I mean, if they're discriminatory against you for your sexual orientation, they're not going to like you no matter what you do. So I guess I just felt like that was a forced distinction that made people and I understand it was kind of like oh this is this is the culture right now but um it's not really it just didn't seem to make a lot of sense um with the storyline they should have just let them be bigots in general and maybe he was trying to distinguish that some people are pretending to be accepting when they're not really accepting but you know like I said it, we don't really need an ethics lesson in a in a short story these ladies have opened this um, restaurant called Holy Free Holy or something like that. It's a vegetarian restaurant. And the food sounds great. I wish I could just transport myself there and try it. But um, there's one, the white, they're also the next door neighbors to Scott. And so there's the sweet, mild mannered, I think she's the cook of the, of the two. And then there's the kind of like rough around the edges, for, former um, track athlete. Olympian top chick she's she's a little bit more um, abrasive and so to me that's like stereotyping as well so it's like how can you say don't stereotype but then stereotype in the book so I was kind of like I don't know about this but whatever maybe I'm reading too much into it maybe the point was is that if somebody's picked on so much they become um you know they have to form an outer tough outer shell or get a thick skin um, but anyway, it's, you know, it's interesting. The dogs are a problem because the dogs are using the bathroom in his yard and he's kind of going back and forth with his neighbors and they're like, you never even spoke to us until you complained. And so he just kind of over time as he's losing this weight, his attitude changes. He hears local people and diners making fun of these two late, these two what ladies for being married and just, their business is failing because of discrimination. There's going to be a Castle Rock is going to have a, its own little marathon and to raise money. I think they have maybe have one every year, but they put this lady on the poster because she's a famous um, athlete 
and um, runner, and the posters got defaced, so they changed it to a turkey because I think it's like a Thanksgiving turkey run. Um, that almost I think our even our town has one, so everybody has a lot of these, you know, run off the turkey or whatever. And um, so she loves to train, and so Scott starts training too because he wants to run in the race, and he finds that it's easier now that he's lighter. He can run faster. He can do more. And so over time, as he sees the discrimination and he becomes friend, he actually ends up becoming friends with the ladies and he defends them against the town. And then they end up running in this race. Um, not the, only the, I think Scott and the, um, and the uh, track lady run, the, the other lady does not run. She's just there on the sidelines. The doctor's on the sidelines. And they all become friends through this. But um, at the end, she falls and hurts herself, and he helps carry her across the finish line. He was going to win, and uh, instead of winning, he go back, and they carry across it together. And there's like a big storm during this. So they capture it in an article and it becomes this very powerful um, picture that goes in in the paper and it just changes everybody's attitude and now everybody's cool they see her as a human because you know she has challenges and struggles too and she, you know now she's gone you know been taken down from this uh, ice princess to a human that has you know same problems as everybody else so all of a sudden, everybody's filling up the restaurant, going there. The re the restaurant saved all the uh, bigotry of against their sec homosexuality is all of a sudden gone. I, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't see how. I mean, hatred comes from a deep place within. Um, I just don't think a, a picture in the paper is going to fix it. Um, but that is what it is, you know. And it could have been that the people who are still bigots are still bigots, but the other people who didn't want to get picked on by the bigots decided they didn't care anymore and they're going to go into the restaurant regardless. So that, that could be what it is. Um, so it was a forced moral ethics lesson that didn't really, in my opinion, do too, too well. Now, to the supernatural element, He's continue, Scott's continuing to lose weight. He's getting down to the almost to zero. And when he hits zero, he goes to uh, the, the tough chick and says, basically, you know, you're the one I want to be there when I go because he's decided, you know, he can't live fly, like floating up into the ceiling or whatever. And so he is going to go up. I guess into the atmosphere because he weighs nothing now. He's gonna go up to that atmosphere and I and die like kind of like a balloon, going into the clouds until it, it, the pressure or the lack of oxygen will just destroy him. And uh, so his whole friend group, the doctor and his wife, the two the two wives, they come and he's got the um he's got like a wheelchair type thing that he's rigged up with weights. And he basically, they take him outside and let him go, and he floats away. And it's just so dumb, y'all. I can't. He just floats away. And so the elevation, uh, I mean, it's just, it's not a good story. And um, I think it got like 
five or six out of five on Goodreads. Um, you know, it's just, it was interesting to see another day in the life of Castle Rock citizens. Just like them at the diner and them talking, just kind of talking about certain things. But, you know, it's just it's interesting to see people from all aspects. If you're really into this universe, then yes, um, you can check it out. It's very short. In fact, I believe um, on Libby, which I don't know if that's like a everywhere thing in America, but it's my local version of free um, public library audio, audio books and you, books that you can read. Um, through my public library, I just enter my library card. So I know that everybody has a version of this. Mine is called Libby, so L-I-B-B-Y. And I was able to listen to this for free. Um, you know, there's several books on Stephen King. They rotate with licenses and some of the classics down there. And you can read the books, and then you can listen to the books. Not all of his books are on there, and they do rotate. But I think something like The Shining probably stays on there all the time. I'd recommend that if you uh, want to read it, you can, or you can, um, you know, go on Libby or something similar through your public library. Just reach out to them, and uh, you don't have to pay a lot to enjoy Stephen King. You can it can be free if you're able to, uh, and this podcast is free, so I saved you the time, the trouble. But overall, I would say that you know this is an interesting little story. Um, I'm glad I read it. Well, audible, audible, it's whatever you want to call it. Um, studies prove that listening to reading is the same as reading the words yourself. If I, if you can't read, if you have to read it to retain it, then you got to do what you got to do. But I can listen to books and retain them just as much as reading them. So please, uh, you know, enjoy this podcast. Um, this is a short one. It's by myself. Mike did listen in with me a little bit, but he didn't catch the whole thing. He just thought that it was um, kind of stupid. Um, this guy's just going to float away. So, um, you know, that was kind of basically it. Um, I hope you have a great day, and uh, please hit us up on... We're on TikTok at this moment, and I don't know if we're going to do any other platforms, but hit us up on TikTok or Gmail and let us know what you think. Um if there's some story that you're just dying to hear, um, I can put it ahead of others. Just let me know, guys. I really appreciate you listening. You have a great day.